Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Hey, you guys! It's Cabernet. God, it feels like it's been it's been a month. It's been a month since you and I have been together. I've had my period ten times. Oh, it's funny because it's true. Any hoodle. Um, enough about that. Let's get into some PLL. Let's get into some PLL. Oh, God, I miss this show. Get into, let's do the business and then let's also talk about But do you show. find yourself like on Tuesdays just being like, what is life? Like, yeah. I, I really do miss the show. Yes, I do. Um, so first order of business, we weren't here last week, so there will be a bonus episode coming. Yes. Stay tuned. Um, we also did a fun little poll on our Twitter. Uh, we asked, how do you think Toby will come back to the PLL series? So the options were, he's alive. Hooray. Or he's a ghost emoji in Ravenswood. He's a flashback. Or he's a vampire, which is um, Leo, if you've been listening to the Newbie podcast. That's Leo's theory. Chelsea, did you vote in the poll? I think I did. What What did you I think? I think I voted he's alive. Well, that's what 56% of people Yay! responded. I was one of the 8% that said he's a ghost in Ravens. Because oh. <laughs> I'm a I mean, sucker for an emoji. Vampire is plausible. Oh, welcome, oh, Tanuki. Tanuki wants should to tur- weigh in. Should I turn on the third mic for him? Tanuki wants to weigh in and show us that his vote is he, his butthole. Yeah, butthole vote. Um, he wrote in. Dark, dark horse <laughs> butthole vote. Um, then there's also uh, 23% said he's a flashback, 13% he's a vampire, and then we had a bunch of, uh, we had a couple of write-ins saying he's alive but in a coma. Interesting. Oh, I'm so. on board with that. So, yeah, that's what the beard Can is I all about. Can I change my vote? Coma beard. Coma beard. Um, so, speaking of polls, keep uh, stay tuned, guys, because coming soon is our 100th episode. Can you guys believe we have done this for 100 episodes and you weren't, like, enough? See, you weren't, like, hashtag Jennifer to Lopez me, it enough. It feels like we've been doing this for 100 episodes and it feels like we're going to be doing it for 100, 100 more. more. <laughs> I can't remember my life before we did this on Tuesday. What would we do, baby, <laughs> without Cabernet and A? Sha-la-la-la. You can't do that without the sha-la-la. You can't do it without the sha-la-la. And if you don't know what Family Ties theme song is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this because you're too young to drink. Do you think we could book Michael <laughs> J. Fox? 
I would love that. God, I love him so much. Wouldn't it be amazing to watch an episode of this show with Michael J. Fox oh, and God. just have him do family ties commentary yes. the whole entire time? Or Back to the Future. See, I'm a bigger uh, Back to the Future fan when oh, it comes to Michael J. Fox I than loved Alex ties. P. Keaton. I mean, I didn't. What a great character. But I'm a huge Back to the Future. Doc? That's yeah. my Marty McFly. <laughs> Doc? <laughs> Um, um, hoverboards. Woo. But anyway, so a hundred episodes, we're going to celebrate by doing something that we've said we've been, we were going to do forever. Yes. But now there's like new technology that actually makes it a lot easier for us. In the year 2016. In the year 2000. Can you believe though that like when we first started talking about this idea, actually like I was doing all this research to like figure out how to make it logistically work and then Facebook was like oh Facebook live but it's so weird to think that like a few months ago when there was no Facebook there was no Facebook live but now they're like oh or there's this Facebook live and now you guys can do this and we're like okay that sounds better fuck you you stream (laughs) (laughs) so um we want to do a Facebook live where we're going to do a QA, and a we're going to talk about theories we're going to do kind of an AMA AMA you guys can ask us anything you can ask us like what we think about you know as usual theories for the show you can just like give us your theories we can weigh in you can ask us what we think about things you can just ask us about our hopes and dreams you how we became sue funk and chelsea white casserole recipes i don't have any but <laughs> theoretically i hear that's chelsea something doesn't people even are have into. knobs on her fucking i don't stove. have knobs on my stove you <laughs> so all know why not have, I, I could give you some good casserole recipes could i think you? i don't use recipes when i bake so i would yeah, just give you an that. approximation um so any hoodle, but you can ask us anything. So we're going to put a poll up of dates of what, because te- the a hundredth episode. Um, well, so we're going to do a makeup episode for last week so that we can still be on schedule. And then the hundredth episode will, it was supposed to be released on Wednesday, November 2nd, but you'll see on the poll, there were some dates basically during that week that we would have the live episode during that week of the first week of November is the 100th episode. And we thank you guys for getting us to the 100th episode. Yeah. Like, you guys are the reason that we keep doing this. And thank you for tuning in week after week. And thank you for getting us to 100 episodes. And so this is for you. We just want to talk to you, chat with you, like we've been, you know, saying we are going to do and rescheduling for the last year. And so look out on Twitter. And we'll put, you, it you, we'll, we'll put it on we'll Facebook. We'll link it too. to Facebook and we'll get some comments or whatever. We'll figure that out. And so if you don't, you know, because we do have, um, I think, more interaction with you guys on Twitter than on Facebook. And so, and this is by no means a ploy to get you to interact with us on Facebook. But if you are a Twitter follower, um, you know, you hit can, us up on Facebook yeah. because that's how you get to the Facebook or live. Or you can also, so then you'll you can submit questions early. Exactly. And then what we can do is we can post the Facebook live on Twitter and totally. we can do other stuff and we're also going to record the audio from it so we'll make it like a normal podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, and should we during the 100th episode Facebook Live announce the big fun event we're going to have in January? Um yeah. Okay, so that will be to come. That's so, a teaser. That's so a teaser. even more tease. Um so it's going to be a super fun time. We're really excited for that. Um and speaking of how much we love you guys, we got some new reviews. Yeah. Alishan, uh W77 and Steffi Fierce um, both wrote lovely reviews. Uh, Steffi Fierce wrote like this really long one that gave us life. It was just super duper sweet. I'm not going to read it all because we have a lot to get through tonight. But um, just know that we read these uh, all of your reviews. And when you listen to us on Stitcher, Podbean or iTunes, 
Uh, your reviews matter, so give us all the stars you see fit, and please give us feedback. We're almost near 100 reviews. Yay! Um, in time for our 100th, 100th episode, episode, guys. Let us know how you really feel. Um, we also got a review from someone who's very near and dear, my sister. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Which um, means treat. everything. And she wrote, um, I just listened to the latest episode with Leo and Babe and really enjoyed it. Yay. It was like enjoying a conversation with lovely people I met at a small get-together. And now I can watch the show and listen to the podcast since they are newbies, too. Um and she went on to say some other nice things, but just a reminder that we're doing the series during the bridge season where Babe and Leo are watching the show and trying to catch up before April. And so there were so if you know somebody who's trying to get into the show and needs people to talk about, we've got this other series running with newbies where we're not giving them any spoilers and we're just going through and it's also just fun yeah to listen to their and we're like feedback seeing it through their eyes like living vicariously like remember when everything was fresh and new like and a baby biting bottom. my tongue till it bleeds <laughs> some of the stuff that they say is just like you're like oh i just want to be like we still don't know <laughs> I still don't know why Jenna's Bless so your shady. Hearts. Bless your hearts. Yeah, so we're going to check in with them periodically. And we're also going to start doing more, you know, I know you guys last bridge season really liked um, when we would watch with our friends who had never seen before and kind of yep. like have a fun episode where they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, like watching in a vacuum. So we'll do more of those and, you know, do more episodes where we talk about answer, answer questions and a lot of things to come in the long bridge season, which we'll be here holding your hand every step of the way. When you looked over and there was one set of footprints, we were carrying you. So <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> you looked over, there were two sets of footprints, but they were really staggering all over the place. And there were red splotches next to it. Those red splotches weren't blood. They were Cabernet. Speaking of which, we're drinking oh, yeah. a lovely uh, red. It's called the inaugural, um, and it's the R collection by Raymond. Mm. <laughs> Raymond, yeah. that was my <laughs> everybody loves Raymond uh, brother impersonation. I thought of Eric Raymond, which is a deep cut from *Gem and the Holograms*, a cartoon series from the '80s. So hit me up, fabulous. If you remember *Gem and the Holograms*. This is a Cabernet and A from California, and it's 13.5% alcohol, which you know is what we always really care about. about it. It's not a screw top, but I'll accept it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's getting the job done. And then we started with an old vine. That was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Everything's it's fine. Just fine. Everything's just fine. But don't look now. <laughs> Season oh, six, episode so this four. This was a fan request. Yeah. I'm going to pour LGBT more wine while I talk because LGBT I need it. Tom. That's how you say it. Um, said that he thought it would be God, fun I for love us. LGBT Tom. He's so LGBT great, Tom. and uh, he thought it would be fun for us to re-unpack it. So basically, it's like if there's one thing I love more than unpacking, <laughs> it's packing up and then unpacking again. Yeah. So basically, I feel like that's something like that could be like a Pinterest board. <laughs> like, so I unpack. This is how I pack, and this is how I unpack again. Um, so. Uh, this episode comes with the revelation that Mr. D admits to Allie that Charles is her, her brother, but he says that Charles was born 15 months before your brother. Right, and what you noted. Yeah, I was just like, that's not really like saying 
he's my son. It's almost or, like going out of their way to be like ambiguous, ambiguous about their birth, about their origin story. Yeah. Like who's the mom? Like maybe you drank toxic sludge and that's how you got the pe- <laughs> superpowers. Right. I'm not going to say yes or no. Like also, do you think Kenneth knew about like the weird shit going on in Aunt Carol's basement? Well, a la Jessica's lair? Well, I mean, do we want to skip around or do we want to go straight through? It's either or. I I don't know what your notes look like. I don't know, Sue. I was mostly drinking wine and I made two notes. So it's really whatever you want to <laughs> what do. What are your notes? I was mostly like, I have three notes. They think Charles is dead. Remember Haleb? And Spencer remembers blood. Those are the notes that I made. <laughs> and then the rest of it was just like, what is my life? So... <laughs> Why don't you just take over? Whatever so you do, I wrote that Mr. Dean never admitted that Charles was his son. Um, but the Carol thing is interesting because I don't know if we talked before. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm being repetitive, but Carol Drake is CD as well. Interesting. And like there's that like Charles Drake, Carol Drake. That's like, interesting. Was Carol even real? Did Aunt Carol what ever slip and be like, BT dubs, Jessica, remember that twin sister of yours? Like there was no other picture. Like I just feel like Aunt Carol very conveniently died. Yeah. And it there's no Mary wasn't like, oh, I went home after, you know, my sister Carol died. Or, like, right. sister Carol got what a see you next Tuesday Jessica was. Right. Watch your language. We don't need the twins, so. <laughs> That's why I said <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Cuntgate 2016. <laughs> Never forget. Dum, dum. Um, just look at Chelsea's <laughs> timeline. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, at the Chelsea White, if you want to know more about that. Yeah, <laughs> Not at, at, at the Sue Funk. At the Sue Oh, and they this is like they also go to Carol's house and they see Charles's grave. And they're like, it has to be real. It's got roots around it. So it's like That was so also okay, there's so much <laughs> There's so much to unpack there because number one, the shot of the grave with like the roots that were like inexplicable, like like there's no way this grave could have been put there. Meanwhile, it was like, oh, is this like a WB backlog grave you dressed like 30 seconds ago? I mean, like, listen, yeah. all right, suspended reality, we get it, but like, there had to have been a better explanation. Like, there had to have been a more creative reason that like. Charles had to be dead. Not like, look at those roots. There's like, no way. Look at the erosion in this rock. When I went grave rubbing, right. <laughs> like gravestone right. rubbing, right. Right. one time for right. an, a spooky art class, right. <laughs> we learned about grave erosion. Right. And that limestone's been around for at least 10 years. Right. You know, it, it just... The other thing that didn't get me in terms of timeline was... He, Charles went away when Allie was one. But the Radley files that they find later in the episode only show Charles being at Radley from when he was 13 to when he was 16. Right, right. So my question at this point, like with this and the Wilden thing is, do they think this is a show for teenage girls so that math doesn't apply because teenage girls don't 
get math. No, we're not good at math. I mean, how are we supposed to figure out sales at the mall? No. Come on, guys. We know math. Only math. <laughs> Although I still don't know percentages I was very really well. Bad at math. <laughs> I loved math was my favorite subject until um, ninth grade was the first time I took algebra, and then I was like, I'm done. Oh, see, uh, I was until then I was like, division. I love math. Long division was a little bit fucked, but I was still hanging on, and then algebra like rocked me to my core like I can't even like question my self-worth sort of like life-altering confidence-shaking algebra was like the end of me that was your high school worry and these girls had a killer out after them (laughs) it really puts things in perspective guys you're like oh algebra they're like oh why is this person harassing me constantly just knows all my secrets (laughs) you're just like why is x y (laughs) just shout out to mr lewis my algebra teacher who also found me when I had a horrible bike accident in front of his house and was knocked unconscious and held my head steady until my mom came with an ambulance anyways wow I know Mr. Lewis Mr. Lewis he had a great New York City accent Mr. Lewis and he'd we'd always do these problems about butter fat (laughs) (laughs) butter fat like butter fat like like uh because just like liquid sort of like volume oh, okay. equations would always be like X and then one like the percentage of butter fat. I'm like, I don't understand. Oh, my God. I don't know if I should Mr. shout Lewis. it out on the podcast, but my brother has a YouTube channel for his math class that no. my sister told no. me about last night. No. And no. I'm like the 14th subscriber to it or whatever. Oh, my God. Subscribe to this And shit. like, I cannot wait to like just watch all of them. Like it's, and my sister is so like, fun. in some ways, it's really hilarious because it's like, so our brother and he's like very showboaty, <laughs> but in others, he's just like very serious and he's like, the decimal place goes here. Um, that was my <laughs> sister's impersonation of my brother, who none of you know. But um, I'm just so excited to like, I'm like saving it to watch. Because I'm just like, I can't wait to see my brother teach this stuff. Um, he's great at his job, though, so I'm sure I'll learn something. Maybe it'll be about long division and I'll get <laughs> past that. I don't remember Mr. Dafina, maybe? was my sixth grade teacher for long division that was the first d i've and only oh d God. i've ever gotten in and my life stay with you yeah it's upsetting and it wasn't d for delicious <laughs> or delightful or donut it was for dumbass for both of us I'm going to never carry a one for you. (laughs) 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 Tell me how many times we've used long division or algebra in our life. Stay in school, kids, but also hashtag never. Well, that was the other thing that drove me nuts about long division. I was just like, just let me fucking use a calculator. Like you just ruined. My I know self-esteem. that there's a way to do Why this. Why are you purposefully like ruining my self-esteem? Like, what is the like purpose of this exercise? Well, and ironically, the lowest grades that I got in school was uh, in in college was editing and computer science. No way. <laughs> I've basically made my entire oh career my God, so as funny. an editor. And um, writing computer language. That is crazy. Like understanding how computers work and all of that and like feeds. 
and like I I learned I taught myself how to do e-commerce monetization and link tracking which people are probably falling asleep with the just that sentence but um so you can always teach yourself things if school doesn't we teach haven't you. figured out learning as a society because that's like you learn shit on the job you have to learn transferable skills how are we learning transferable skills and like guys we're way off track anyway we just need out. to pay our teachers more um <sighs> but not Education. chad low yeah. Chad Lowe will Fuck always. You, lesser low. I don't understand why he goes to a university that sends him on so many different junkets. <laughs> I don't remember my like professors being like, "Oh, I'm going to a professor meetup." Right. Like, right? When he was always com, there. Professors. But this is an episode that's weird because Arya acts like her dad is being so lame, trying to find out where she is at all times, and it's right. like, sweetheart, you were locked in a fucking dollhouse last week right, right. just want to know you're not locked in a fucking dollhouse right. so far this week right. can you let me know if you're at the fucking photo lab or not right like yeah you're sleuthing but just like back up your lies a little better so daddy right. can get some sleep or some student tail you never know yeah either way could you be never know way. little column a little column b whatever you want me to do you think that he'll ever factor back into this story and we'll see him again? Mm, I think he's like, I think he was just a big red herring like all the rest. I mean, because how did he ever really factor in? It was like, oh, Allie's blackmailing me. But then nothing ever happened. I mean, I liked his side story with Meredith. Like, even if the Meredith thing is all red herring, I loved Meredith's character. Wouldn't it be great if Meredith was Aunt Carol's daughter? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just like that family just breathes psychopathic blonde children. But also you saying that made me remember that I forgot to watch Center Stage, the series on Lifetime or whatever channel that was on. Yo, no say. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to Google that right now. Because you remember, guys, tweeted us if you remember Meredith is from the classic Center Stage movie. I've never seen that movie. Oh my god, I own it on VHS and on DVD, and it's a fucking classic. Uh, anyways, it's amazing. Tweet at me. Also, speaking of Aria, <laughs> um, this is the episode where she goes to the dark room, and while she is exposing her film... She uh, exposes some other things. Yeah, that's yeah, so true. No, that was a good. That was a good one. I like <laughs> that because she finds the hair dye from A, and right. it's like you're mine, bitch, or like you're still my doll, you're, you're bitch. My doll, bitch. There you go. That's what it said. And uh, she had the flashback of A torturing her in her sleep and giving her an adorable bob. Oh, such an adorable bob, which made me uh, wonder. It's like, don't be so mad, Arya. Your Chelsea, bob's adorable. If someone, if you, if you woke up and someone had given you a cute bob, would you still be mad? <laughs> it's like, if it was that cute, I would kind of be like, yo, this was a violation, but also a free fucking haircut. Yeah, so. like, kind of like, thank you. Like, I didn't even know I could look this cute. Thank I feel a little bit like this was an attack on my privacy but also uh my new tinder profile pictures so like uh, <laughs> it's attack on my privacy but also like a revamp of my look <laughs> you attacked my style heart 
They did that because she cut her hair in her life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she she probably had to get permission. Do you think... Can you see Chinooki? Is he by the door? He's sitting right next to us. Oh, shit. (laughs) He's asleep in the chair. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm on edge. Um... So from Ezra, we I mean from Arya, we can go to Ezra. And Ezra and mm. Arya aren't really together in this episode, but how's our Kickstarter doing? <laughs> it's non-existent. You Ugh. can go to Kickstarter.com/slash. This is not a real Kickstarter. <laughs> but should um, we text Hugh Collins and ask if he's gotten Ian on board doing our podcast? I mean, yet? he wrote us a lovely thank you note. We can totally do that. Did we? Oh, we talked about that, obviously. Yeah. We must have. Yeah. We're like friends. Hugh, if you're listening, you're not. And you know the other friend of the podcast, Jim. Uh, Jim Titus. Thank you. I was like, I was going to say Jim Tews, but that was the guy who did the cat book. <laughs> um, Our friend Jim Tews, comedian and cat author. No, Jim Titus. Officer uh, Maple. He was on set recently for uh, the last episode. Did he post about it? Yeah. Oh, good. Yay. So I'm super excited to see what that looks oh, like. so exciting. But we maybe between, the <laughs> between yeah. him and uh, Hugh, we could get the, that Kickstarter going. Oh uh, and we can make it a reality. But uh, there was a great Ezra Spencer scene, and it made me think about how I forget which one said in an interview that they kind of try and outact each other in whatever yeah. scene they're in. And you could really feel it. Like, But also, I could feel like, I really do think Ian Harding's just an awesome dude. I feel like he seems like such a fucking sincere, legit person. And I hope we're right. Like we've I, met I would be devastated if it's not true. I just really hope so, because he seems like... Um, super nice in that scene yeah um so ezra (laughs) maybe it's also because ezra is like the cool boss and he totally is fine with the fact that pot gummy is high and clumsy all the time and i was just like she's got migraines so like let her just reek of weed i'm like can you be my new boss jk Mm -hmm. but not really um and so this is when Spencer orders her quote-unquote pastries from her uh, to help with her PTSD, which kind of gets me mad because marijuana is only allowed for veterans right now in a lot of states for PTSD. And, like, this episode kind of makes it seem like it's bad for her to try and get it for hers. Right. Whereas... That's what big pharma makes you want to think. Right. <laughs> Not to get to you, like, crazy political or whatever. But, like, I, I do think that it, it really does help a lot of people who have PTSD. And totally. it's it's a shame that it's not actually used. And I think in Absolutely. years to come, hopefully, it will be. Be different. Well, I was thinking that wasn't, I mean, it's a very, um, not controversial. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, like a lot of things about PLL, I just fucking love that they go there and are like, yes, pot, yes. Uh, but I don't think they're pro like, pot on this show. Not necessarily. I but think I they're actually like they're very anti pot. But I, th- oh, that's interesting. Look at Maya was bad because she did pot. True. Um, Maya corrupts Emily with her marijuana. True. 
and then is sent away for it and killed ultimately because of it. True. True. Or maybe not for those Maya truthers. I'm looking at you, Kelly Noonan. <laughs> the other notes are about Shower Harvey. Sarah oh, Harvey. Fuck Shower Harvey. <sighs> I feel like that's the only way to start a conversation about Sarah Harvey. I think it was interesting in this episode because watching her, I wondered the whole time, do you think she knows her days are numbered? That's interesting. Is that why she acts the way that she does? Because she knows that she can't escape. And even for her to say, to use the excuse of Stockholm Syndrome, she knows that no matter what, she's done something horrible and she's going to have to pay for it. Yeah, maybe. Because that's how I, I started watching it and uh seeing her because she's like emily you taught me that like i can feel water again and it's like bitch you've been in a shower like 10 episodes right what do you mean you can feel oh i never experienced weightless in water i forgot what it felt like right yeah there there's just a a fear in her and i think a lot of us felt and we still do like it was really annoying and i think that's one of the reasons why her death was rejoiced instead of mourned. Right. Is because this was a character who always kind of just seemed so meek. And so like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Right. It's almost like, I wonder if they liked her as an actress, but not enough to give her the lines that she needed. Right. Did they like her as an actress? I don't understand Sarah Harvey. Yeah, I really thought, like, watching this, that I was going to get some, like, I get it now. I still don't get it. No. No, I still don't. Like, I definitely don't get it. She goes back to her mom's house. Her mom's still not cool. What, and like, are we ever gonna meet her other friends? Are we ever we did. gonna meet her mom? But oh like, no, we met her friend, her same friend. Exactly. Like, we did not meet the friends that they talked about in um, like uh, what was her name? Fucking Avery. And we thought Avery was gonna be someone that we knew already and was gonna all tie together, and it just never tied together. Like, I think do we just have to let Sarah Harvey go in terms of her? mattering the only way i would is if we do a whole montage and it's with sarah mclaughlin's in the arms of an angel and it just flashes every time that she's about to go to take a shower or is just (laughs) taking a shower in the arms of an angel oh it's gonna make me cry and want to adopt an animal how many times did you listen to that album? I just remember, you know what song I loved off that album, which I haven't heard in years? Idiot, do believe I felt Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. God, I like. 
Oh my god, like, I, I have chills. I, have I chills. listened to that song on repeat and sang it like there was going to be an American Idol tomorrow that I was going to be I on. I like still have chills right now. Like that makes me. Can I add that to the playlist? Yes, but I. I mean, bef- there was like we were talking about how there was no Facebook Live two months ago. I just remember being a kid. There was no like reality shows or competitions, but I lived my life like there was going to be somebody that was going to be like stand on a line for this long, and you're going to be able to be a, on a competition show. Right, right, right. Or um, our friend Mar Heron often talks about. Just like staring out the window when it's raining and doing your your best like video for uh, like an emo song. <laughs> I like I definitely did that a lot. Like just like, oh my god, it's raining! Like running up to oh. my room, playing my CD, like playing garbage, being like, I'm only happy when it rains. Oh my god, garbage! All the feels. Um, I'm in an office now. I I, I have a new job. Um, yeah. And. Everyone that I work with, the median age of the company is 10 years younger than me. Oh, my God. Um, Which is weird because I've always been kind of like the median age or, you know, maybe a little bit younger. Uh, So today somebody was like, oh, does anybody remember Envogue? And I was like, here's 10 Envogue songs for you. And I like, like, there was like part of me that was just like, Hold back how much you know about En Vogue. Oh my God. <laughs> Me and Christina are supposed to go see En Vogue and TLC, and I couldn't because I was because of work. We were like live the next day, and I had to work late that night. But oh why? my God. Oh, why must it be that way? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you can read me. You got, got to learn how to see me. me. I said, free your mind. Okay. You guys, this is why you guys tuned in because you're a adult drinking age and you wanted to do this um, our clothing high heel shoes all right doesn't mean that i'm, I'm a prostitute no no okay no. now we'll stop <laughs> um but you guys were all in your head going Ooh. Ooh. um so okay stop everyone stop chelsea <laughs> Stop! Um, my last note about this episode, um, which I'm glad we rewatched because it did bring up some questions like Aunt Carol and how she factors into the Drake family. Clark. Clark. First Clark. Yeah, Clark in the dark in the park uh, with the cameras. The fucking don't leave your cake alone in the rain. What's that song? (laughs) MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park's a great, Someone great song. Oh, I should add that to my karaoke song. Mm. Oh, I love that. Anyway, um, now I just want to sing MacArthur Park. <laughs> um, no, Clark. So Clark's the undercover cop, and we find out about this. But when Lesser Lowe came in, and he's like, oh, "I noticed you've been taking a lot of photos." I was like, "Are you like in cahoots with Clark?" And then I realized you're not that deep. Right. <laughs> like yeah, he's no. just not Hell that no. deep. Um, but yeah, I I mean, Clark was pretty much a Felicia. Oh, he was uh, just there to, the to prove to us once again that Aria, Aria might as well be a Saturday Night Live character called like horrible sense of character girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what's that? You're my teacher? Well, I still love you. And obviously, your love is not at all superficial for me. It's sad. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, like you said, remember Haleb? There was do you guys remember Haleb? Like, do Haleb you really remember? Was such a 80s dad with his members only jacket waiting for Hannah <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, it was just so weird. Like, Haleb just felt to me like an extra in a 90s hip hop movie or something. Like, here's the white guy who's trying to seem hip, but is very stern. Like, he just, like, kept being like oh hannah folded arms furrowed brow you know um we've talked a bunch about how like all these girls kind of have daddy issues and this episode is like freaking brick throw into obvious that like caleb is the father that hannah doesn't have because i think any girl who like grew up with a dad who was always looking out for them, I think would like look at this episode and be like, Oh, that's what like my dad would have done. He would have like stayed up and made sure the cops, you know, were watching us and, you know, being careful and looking out for us the whole night. So, um, I thought that was sweet. I think that it was just funny when he caught them running out and like, you know, it's been said throughout the show Hannah's mom has told her that she knows when she's lying that Hannah has a tell and I like I feel like when she's lying to Caleb you can almost see it it's like her eyes get wider and stuff but haven't you always wondered like what exactly Hannah's tell is that her mother knows that she never notices um my guess is that it's the eyes getting wide yeah because she's always like I can't believe you don't believe me right like we all we all see you we see you Anna. we um, see you tanuki tanuki woke up so now i know he's on the chair i didn't <laughs> know before because he was asleep and it's like hard to keep track cats guys where are they where are they meow that <laughs> <laughs> oh, shouldn't have caught me off guard but it did where are they meow cats <laughs> it's a new show um I think that's everything that, that I it? had. I know. I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I feel uh, like this is a still like getting back into things episode. Back in the high life again. Do you think we could get Steve um, Winwood on this podcast? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not doing Is he alive? Oh Steve man. Winwood is alive and he's going to fucking call into this podcast. Yeah, I, he's probably listening right now being like, guys, I listen on. every week. <laughs> Valerie, Valerie, Valerie. Um, so is that even Steve Winwood? It is. You know what? I I'm don't know, but I know that song. Valerie, you know fucking Valerie. No, I know. I said I know that song. I oh. don't know if it's him or not. Okay, hold on. No, because that's one of the songs that we sang to my niece because we were like, your na- your name's in everything because her name's Mallory. So we were like, Mallory, yeah, Steve Winwood. Mallory. We're going to have to pay for it now. <laughs> no one listens who checks. <laughs> All right. Stop. Um, oh. We didn't really talk about Emily. Well, yeah, cause she's a fucking see you next Tuesday. 
Emily was supposed to go to her shrink because she was playing with her daddy's gun. Ugh. Emily's got a gun. This is the most expensive episode we've ever recorded. We've sung so many songs. Oh, I was like. Emily's got a gun. It's just a little bit of we should call this episode the karaoke remix (laughs) (laughs) Shinuki is looking at me with such disdain my heart is breaking he's like i told you not to do aerosmith like look at his face (laughs) do you see him yeah, he What's really, wrong with them? No, Tanuki has a face like, God, Mom, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> you're so embarrassing. You're so embarrassing, Mom. <laughs> Cats get that way, though. Um, so, what and else? actually, hey, Emily's mom say? is kind of cool in this episode because she, she speaks the truth, and she's like, hey, you guys were locked in a dollhouse. I really do think that you need some help. Sure. Oh, sure. And, like... Uh, shower decided to just go up on the rooftop and look at the stars because she knew she was going to die. That's right. my theory. You think so? I mean, that's something that somebody does when their days are numbered. Sure. She's just like, let me be amongst the stars. Let me make peace with it. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, Shower knew she was a horrible person, right? I, I still feel like know. there's part I of her. I still don't understand why she fucking did what she did. I don't understand why the producers, directors, Marlene wanted us to know. I still don't understand her, and we never will. So I think the biggest regret I think of my she's life. like the cage bird, and we don't want. We need to know why she sings. Why does she sing? It's like, <laughs> who killed John Vinay? Who killed Heyman Lee? The fuck is Shara Harvey? Shara Harvey. Shara Harvey. Shara Harvey. Guys, I'm drunk. I'm not as drunk as what my pronunciation just indicated. That was just a momentary. I had a stroke. And please stay with me. Valerie. Valerie. Um, Allie also so looks great in this episode. I just poured wine my shirt. Maybe I am drunk. <laughs> I just poured it down my entire shirt. <laughs> if you guys have ever seen the movie that? Airplane, Why it was literally that moment where it's like, and that's when my drinking problem began. And he like drinks, he like pours the drink on his face. <laughs> that's what I, Chelsea just did. I didn't do that. Um, because red red wine makes you feel so fine. We're just <laughs> using all the licenses. A lot um, uh, what are you guys doing for Halloween? I have to get dressed up for work. <laughs> People dress up in my office. Although I kind of feel like I'm like, is this the modern family thing where I'm going to like end up being Spider-Man and nobody else is dressed up except for like two dorks in the corner? Because I think people dress up. Here's my thing. And guys, if you have an idea, please let me know. I like dressing up as something comfortable. My favorite Halloween costume of all time. And I think I've probably mentioned it before on the podcast. Um... I was Smelly Melly from Scandal. So fun. And I, I went you have talked about the in pajama bottoms and my bathrobe and like a comfy top. I carried around a bottle of whiskey and a bag of chips. My hair looked horrible. And I wore slippers and I traipsed through Astoria from my apartment to our friend Katie's apartment. And I just sat there and ate. 
and then I traipsed back to my apartment. That was the best. Fucking love it. It was my favorite costume because it was so comfy, but it was also clever. It was. It was comfy the, and clever. It was the intersection of comfy and clever that like is very hard to accomplish. You know what I mean? And TV related. I like it. Like part of me is just like invest in a black hoodie, get some black gloves. Yeah. Boom, you're a. Well, you know, I know I talked about this before, but it was a while ago when I went, uh, spent Halloween in New Orleans two years ago, and I ran into a group of girls that were dressed as A. They're all in hoodies and had A on their face, and I got so many pictures with them because I was, like, so emotional. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you're A. It was very exciting. I was there with CB Kynan, Christina, and Corey Azy and Corey. That made me think of something that I wanted to say about what Babe and Leo were saying. Oh, Leo, like, they're not listening, so it's fine. This is part of our, like, catching up sequence. Um, Leo is like, Peter Hastings is really sketchy. (gasps) And you're like, yes, Leo, yes! And it made me feel really good because I think think season one is an, an important season because you have to watch that thinking they had to arc that whole season out, not knowing if they'd get picked up. Sure. So I think it's safe to assume that there are end game hints in season one. Right. That aren't the Mona is a story. Sure. Which is also interesting because they're watching that and neither of them even remember Mona. That's what's so, yes. And you know what? That's okay. I know I talked about this before and it goes back to me feeling like Lucas is a Felicia because I always say I didn't start watching till season four. I mean, I I binge watched, but it was coming in the middle of season four. The beginning of season four, I mean, and um, I always thought Lucas is a Felicia because I was like binge watching, but I was always jumping around in the moment, which is season three, four. And I was like, Lucas isn't here. And like, Mona was a different character and I'm always like why the fuck I still always have conflicted feelings about Mona being the first A because I just I think it has to do with me maybe coming in in the middle and it's just like I think Mona I don't think I don't think it's unbelievable I don't think it's unbelievable though that Babe and Leo be watching and not suspect her or not because it just feels very she feels so tertiary and you're just like why but do I care? She's the only one that they directly are horrible to. And then she turns into one of them, but is then pushed away again. You know, like literally that happens in the first episode. Yeah. Allie's really mean to her. Then we see her, but we see her with Hannah as like the it girl, but then she's pushed away because they're all together the four of them yeah it's like literally right there yeah yeah it's true i don't know i don't know i have such conflicted feelings about it i guess i just wish it was something more than such the cliche of like scorned high school but how is that cliche like oh you know tale as old as time Girl gets pushed out by Queen B, finds Queen B on the side of the road, 
helps her pretend well, she's dead. All of then that, just like becomes Queen B. All of that is, but, but then, the idea of her being scorned is very Tails all this time. Like Tails old high school nerd is Tails all this time. And it feels very like we get it, Mona. I don't know. But at she, the same time, there's like three sources of conflict in all storytelling. Yeah. You know, like man versus nature, man versus self, man versus man. Sure. So it can all get boiled down. So like the geek shall inherit the earth, I think, is something of a modern storytelling that makes sense here. And I think it 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 seems unobvious while you're watching but once it happens it's obvious sure and i think that's what's smart about the show sure yeah you're sure. like whatever i want to poke my cat i am like poking <laughs> the whole time just because i feel like he looked very peaceful and i felt like i had to disrupt that so that's what was happening i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm only human i wanted to poke my cat tell me you've never poked your cat all right. Anything Have else? Have you ever poked a kitty? I really need to listen to that song after this. Um, after that, well, I think. I'm gonna fucking play right now. <laughs> those are those are all my notes. Um, I'm so happy to be back at this table with you. I'm so happy to be back at this table with you, Sue. I feel like. It was way too long. It felt like abnormal. And um, yeah, I'm excited for the events we have coming in the future. I'm excited for just the bridge season episodes in general. Uh, I love you guys. We're never going to. Um, We're never going to leave you. Just like Adia. I don't know what that means because I don't actually know what that song's about. Yeah, go. we're never going to let you go. Just um, Rick Roll style. <laughs> And um, just remember that we think that you're the best and never stop sending us your fan theories or anything else that you guys have. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, as always, never leaving you again. Never, ever. Never, ever, Rick Astley style. <laughs> uh, All right. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?